Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to a very special live edition of Heal Squad. Thank you for joining us. If you're new to the show, welcome to the squad. We like to get better here in all areas of life, especially health and wellness, Because as Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you get better. And we always say, when you get better, when you know better, you can do better. Actually, I think I've screwed up her quote so many times now. (laughs) I think she says, when you know better, do better. And we changed it to, when you know better, you get better. So it's all of that. It's all of the above. Um, We are going to start with a quote from Maya Angelou today. When women take care of their health, they become their best friend. I love that quote. And I love that Maya Angelou was talking about health. I never knew she talked about health like that. Me neither. So I think that's really fantastic. Uh, It's going to be a great day. We're going to learn a lot of things today here. I have been waiting and waiting and waiting to share with you all so much of what's gone on in the last, gosh, almost year of my life. Because last June, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and that kind of rocked my world. And then, of course... uh, this past January, I was diagnosed with uh, a neuroendocrine tumor, which is a form of pancreatic cancer. Um, and so it's been rough not being able to share with the squad. Uh, Kelsey, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like me to not be able to share things. But sometimes when things are so serious, you have to get to the other side. And for me, that's how I've always done things. I've had to get to the other side, make sure everybody's good. Mm-hmm. And then we um, we can share from there because it would not have helped me to have had a lot of fear around me, a lot of worry. And so we kind of go in stealth, we do it, we get better, (laughs) and then we can talk about it. So I wanted to do this episode live today so that you guys would have the opportunity to engage and to ask your questions because soon after this went live, I kept seeing so much in in the comments like, what are the symptoms? I don't know. No one's telling us what the symptoms are. So we're going to share all of that with you as best I can. I'm still new to all of this. I'm still learning all of this myself. So 
Um, I am by no means an expert on any of this yet. I'm just going to share what I do know, what I felt. And at some point in the summer, we will have a pancreatic cancer week and we'll bring in all of the the people that are most knowledgeable on that and the different forms. Um, and then we're also going to do a whole diabetes week because I had so many breakthroughs and I know I was hinting at it throughout the summer. I was having the summer of heal in Connecticut mm-hmm. when I was diagnosed and I was having so many breakthroughs all the way up till this diagnosis with the pancreas tumor. And I was, I was doing so great, so great. And then, um, then this happened. And so, um, I want to share all of that stuff now. I won't be able to get through all of it today, but throughout the coming weeks, we will be sharing everything. But for the purposes of today, um, I want to make sure I answer a lot of the questions that I have been seeing. Um, and then before I get into that, um, I do have some special giveaways from Pranuvo, the scanning company that discovered this tumor on my pancreas. We have two free scans we're going to be able to give away today. I'm really excited about that and a big discount so that if this is something you feel like you need to do, um, we're going to be able to give you that discount today as well. And we'll offer it in the summary of this episode. So if you don't have time to write it down because you're driving right now um, and you're listening to this, we'll leave it all in the summary so you can access it. Um, We have some really cool weeks coming up on the show tomorrow. I'm doing a very special show live from Macy's. Well, it was live to tape. I did that while I was in New York the other day. Um, this is actually really live. Uh, I'm excited to be live, by the way. I haven't been live in a long time. You we know, used to do this show live. It's been literally like three years. Yeah. I just, you know, for me, it's, I'm waiting to talk about last night's episode of Succession. <laughs> me too? Obviously, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, we're I can't gonna wait get, to discuss. Like, so Barry. Now, we saw Barry last show? night. Okay, that's not part of the show, but maybe <laughs> maybe at the end we can. Um, but we, of course, if you don't know, Macy's is a big supporter of this show, and we're so grateful that they are here to help empower us to be better in all areas of life, whether it's our health, our fashion, our kitchen, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, I have a uh, curated page at macy's.com backslash hill squad that you can get ideas for anything you want fashion wise i've got really cool summer vacation things on there a lot of things i just wore at the westin on my trip Um, my cover-ups and things that i bought from macy's are on there so you can take a look at that but this show tomorrow is going to feature andrea orbeck my personal trainer and friend she's a mom it's a special mother's day episode we're doing mother's day gift ideas so if you still need some ideas we have some really great ones there for you guys Um, and so that was super fun. We also have Laura Bushnell on Wednesday. She's talking about finding your magic. She's a psychic as well. Yeah, she's a psychic, and she actually studied with Ram Dass, which is like, when I found that out, I was like, holy moly, if you guys don't know who Ram Dass is, look him up. He is incredible. He was very big in like, way before his time with plant medicine. Anyways, so she studied with him. She's a psychic. She's a healer. She's like, her whole thing is like helping people find their magic, which Mm -hmm. I think is really cool and special, so... I love y'all's conversation, and that's Wednesday. Yeah, so that's Wednesday. And then we're doing Baby Week, mm-hmm. the 22nd, the week of the 22nd. Jessica Alba will be on there with us and some amazing experts that are helping me along in the journey of baby. But some of these episodes are really not just about baby, so <laughs> don't fret. Um, and then we will be doing, like I said, a special curated week on pancreas, cancer, and diabetes. So um, that will be coming up now. On to some of the questions. So 
I guess I'll start with kind of how all of this came to be. And then Kelsey and Kevin, you guys can jump in with some of the questions that yeah. you're seeing um, and that we've, we've, we've got. But in June, so in January-ish, I think maybe late January, I started Dr. Joe's Meditations. And my life started swiftly changing. And I was getting so happy and feeling so good and doing so great. And then in June, I was in Connecticut and my legs started tightening up in the middle of the night. And I mean like became rocks. And if you could imagine a rock rolling up and down my calves, it was like a demon like rock going up and down. And Kevin could see it physically. And I'm screaming in pain. It was the most pain I've ever felt. And you, you're inconsolable. It hurts so bad. And quickly I remembered that my dad had gotten them and my mom used to pierce them with the needle <laughs> and that would relieve some of it, I guess, for him. Um, I think for him it was dehydration. So I thought instantly I must be dehydrated. So I got a nurse over the house who's now my friend Deirdre in Connecticut and she gave me an IV. I felt a little better, but everything was still kind of hard in my legs and so I said, Kevin, something's not right. I, I need to go to the hospital. And I went to the hospital in Connecticut. And that's when they told me that I was type 1 diabetic and my A1C was a 10.6. And my first reaction was like, no way. There's no way. I ate so many things before I came here because I thought I was dehydrated. I thought maybe I had low potassium. And so I ate bananas and I ate all this, you know, fruit and I had all these things. I'm like, there's no way I don't have diabetes. And they're like, well, you do. And they tried to put me on metformin, I think, then. And I said, no, I'm not taking that. And I went home. And then soon after, I, um, Kels, Kevin's trying to get your attention. I'm just going to say it out loud because you're not noticing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so um, I went home. And then we had done blood work and stuff like that. And the nurse friend of mine, Deirdre, said, you need to meet with Dr. Allison Monette. She's amazing. She's a naturopath. She saved my life. So soon after, I went to see her, and she's like, I don't think you have this either. So we went on this healing journey last June, and I did document a lot of the healing journey. You didn't know why I was on a healing journey, but I documented a lot of it from June on where I was doing, you know, resetting my circadian rhythm and getting, you know, sunlight at sunrise and all of those things that I was doing, the blue light glasses and the different supplements. And there weren't a lot of supplements, but a few very focused supplements because certain processes weren't working in my body. My mitochondria needed support. Anyway, certain things like that. And so the diabetes thing really kind of rocked me because I had quit sugar like two years before because it's like, I never want someone to tell me I have this. Now my numbers, my A1C numbers would teeter, like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, a 10.6. Like, where did that come from? I was in shock. And so I was kind of mad at first and I was like, okay, fine. Then if, if I'm going to have this, then I'm going to eat whatever I want and I'm going to take all the insulin and then that's it. And then soon after I was like, no, Maria, take as little insulin as possible. Eat as well as you can and take as little insulin as possible. Maybe your body will regenerate. Maybe your pancreas will regenerate. So there's a whole diabetes journey that I will share when we do that week where some pretty miraculous things took place um, that kind of shocked my doctors. 
but that's, we'll leave that aside. And this was, by the way, this diagnosis came six months after getting COVID. And I have a lot of different studies that I have read that there is a prevalence of diabetes that's significantly higher um, in people after getting COVID. Um, I had really crazy numbers, like 40% or something, but the NIH, the National Institute of Health, says evidence clearly has established that patients with COVID-19 have a higher, uh, greater prevalence of hyperglycemia. Um, And then there's also studies that show a higher prevalence of diabetes in patients with meningiomas, which I also have. That's the brain tumor. So COVID has definitely done a number on our bodies. I really, really believe that. I think it's very clear with the vascular diseases that everyone's presenting with. When I was in the hospital for diabetes, they had like 10 stroke patients in there. They're like, they, this doesn't happen. So um, heart attacks, there's been a lot of things. And so diabetes is one of them. And so um, flash forward, sometime in the fall, I was on a plane and I had excruciating abdominal pain. I thought it was because I ate the farro salad. I remember that. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I'm becoming gluten intolerant. It was, guys, it was so painful. I thought I was going to die. And I had three more hours left on my flight. And I couldn't take it. My stomach, my insides are being torn to pieces. Okay, got past that. And then in November... I had excruciating abdominal pain again where I was buckled over. It wasn't like one area. It just all hurt so bad. And I was just, you know, wanting to pass out and die. It hurt so bad. Rushed to the hospital. They did a CAT scan and they said everything was fine. All the organs are listed as unremarkable. Spleen, unremarkable. Pancreas, unremarkable. Go home. At some point that passed, I also, and this is like TMI, I also had diarrhea for a month and a half. And I thought it happened after I ate at a certain restaurant, which by the way, I ate at that restaurant yesterday, Kevin, I didn't get it. <laughs> so I was blaming this restaurant. <laughs> so, well, by the way, it could be. At times, like, it could have been true. Yeah. Um, but this was, like, a month and a half of diarrhea. You can't yeah. – that, that's not normal. But I did all the stool tests. They all came back negative. And now as I look back at the last, like, two years, because Dr. Donahue, the pancreas surgeon, was like, this has been there for a minute, mm. like a hot minute, a while. I look back. I had these bouts of diarrhea a few times. And I did the stool tests every time. And I hate doing them and they're annoying, but I'm so on top of my health that I did them. And they all came back negative. So I got the CAT scan. I did the stool test. Everything was negative. Eventually, that went away and I got better. And I was feeling great. I Maybe a week before diagnosis, I was on the phone with my primary. And I'm like, I feel great, but I do feel this pain, this like throbbing, swelling something in my upper left area just by the rib cage. And I was like, and then I had some lower abdomen stuff because I I had a fibroid there. We had discovered in January last year, um, not this past January, the year before. And, And so I knew I had a rather large fibroid. I was trying to figure out how to deal with this naturally. How could I get rid of this? Or do I wait it out? Because they say when you get menopause, they all disappear. And I was like, well, maybe menopause is around the corner. I'm turning 45. Maybe I can hang on. I don't know. So all this stuff was going on. 
And then in December, my friend Anastasia Soar had invited me to her birthday party. Instantly, I'm like, yes, December 27th. I knew I was going to be home for the holiday. And so after I replied, yes, at some point I talked to my dad and he wasn't feeling well and he had a cold. His caretaker was not going to be there for the holiday. He was going to be alone in the house, not alone for the holiday because we have lots of family back there. I was like, Kevin, I got to go back home. I can't, I can't leave him like this. I said, but I'm going to go in and out because I have Anastasia's birthday party and I know people can be flaky and I would hate for her to not have people show up or for it to be a a low turnout. So I'm going to go back. So I went back. Normally I would stay in Connecticut. You guys know I love my dad and I want to be with my dad as long as possible. And you were pushing me to stay. And I was like, no, I have to be at her party. And I just kept saying, I have to be at her party. I have to be at her party. And so I go to her party and this woman, Alina, comes up to me and she's like, I've been trying to reach you through your producer, Kelsey. You know, you've got to come in. I've got these scans, Pernuvo. Um, we want it. We want you to come in. Which side note, she actually connected me through Justin Baldoni. Just a little. Well, funny because Justin Baldoni yeah. told me, I've been telling you about this mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. This has been trying to come into my orbit yeah. from so many different angles mm-hmm. for a while now. Um, so anyhow, I said, okay, she was very aggressive. And I was like, okay. And so we went in, Kevin and I, I think it was January 16th. We went in to get our scans and I prepped them to let them know I had a brain tumor left in there. Cause I didn't want the guy to be freaked out thinking he has to deliver news that I have a brain tumor. And that's when, you know, we went through the scan and the next day we went through the scan and he found this large mass on my pancreas. And I was like, Oh my God. So Kevin and I are sitting there and he goes, hold on a second. And he's, cause they go through your whole body all the way down as we're getting lower. I'm breathing a sigh of relief because I was afraid of what they were going to find. And a lot of people don't go get tests or they don't go to the doctors or anything like that because they don't want to know. But guys, you want to know, especially if you can catch it early. So I went despite my fear but um, when he got to the pancreas, he saw the mass, and it kept persisting in every image. And that's when they know it's actually a real solid mass. And he's like, you have a large mass on your pancreas. And instantly, I'm like, pancreas cancer? In my head. And so I looked at him, and I go, so I'm a goner, huh? And I go, so I'm a goner, huh? And he was like, you need to go to the hospital right now. And so... I was like, okay. So I texted Dr. Aaron in and I said, I'm at this outside scan facility. They're saying I need to come get an MRI right away um, and and come see you. So we went right over there and Dr. Aaron was like, I hope this is the dumbest radiologist you've ever met in your life. This would be the cruelest joke. And, you know, cause he had already gone through the brain tumor with me, through my mom's, through my parents getting COVID. Like it's just been a lot of and health journeys. It turned out he was an amazing radiologist, the Pernuvo person doing it because he really knew just from what he saw. Yeah. He didn't just, you know, he, he did say mass, but he knew what it was. Yeah. And that's why he was white as a ghost. Yeah. And it then we were consoling he knew it wasn't him. Benign. He knew there was something, he knew what it was. Mm. I was like, don't worry. I'm like, thank you for telling me, please don't be sad. I'm like, I've dealt with a lot oh. of stuff. Like, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But so anyway, we, we got the scan, uh, the, the official MRI at UCLA that night, and they were like, 
yeah, it's, it's definitely something. So from there, Dr. Aaronin, God bless him as an amazing advocate and doctor, pushed and pushed and pushed to get me in for um, a biopsy that Monday morning. And, you know, the doctor who was going to perform the biopsy is a really nice doctor, but his opinion, and this is where Dr., uh, where Tony Robbins comes in. I'm going to teach you guys what he says, and I love it. Doctors can be sincere, but they can also be sincerely wrong. And so this doctor was like, listen, this is nothing. This is just pancreatitis, maybe, maybe inflammation. I've been doing this for 20 plus years. This is nothing. It's like, but this guy, and he points at my doctor, has been like up my butt to get you in. So we're going to do this, but I just want you to know you're fine. And I was like, I hope you're right. Yes, that would be amazing. And so when I came to after the biopsy, he goes, so it's definitely something. <laughs> Me and Kevin were just like, what the F? We, that weekend after we found out, that's when I was like, that Saturday morning after the first MRI, I just was a guttural crying because I'm like, how could God finally bless me with a baby and then take me before I get to meet her? Mm. And the more I said that, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And that's when I realized it doesn't make sense. And it clicked because I was like, I don't know the story ending. I don't know what this journey is going to be. Why am I going to catastrophize and think the worst? Now, it's not easy, guys, but... I do think that this show and all the experts we've had on and every day hearing all this stuff has really trained me. That's why I say this show saved my life because Alina from Pernuva would not be reaching out to me. We have a health show. I know that they want to get the word out. Um, the experts that we have every single day, that's what I'm feeding my mind. I'm feeding myself good content every day that's changing me and saving me. And so I know that I had a real training underneath that I was able to, to use as a foundation to go through. That's why I tell people, I'm like, you've got to listen to the show. It's not because I'm like, I want more downloads or I want, it's not even selfish in any kind of way. It's like, it's, it's for you. It's literally to help you on your journey because no one teaches us about health. No one teaches us about how, how to really advocate for yourself. I even hate the word advocating because it's so overused now. No one teaches you what the reality is of the medical system, where they're strong, where they're not. You got to know these things so that you can play your players in the right positions. Like I always look at myself like the coach of a team, you know, I'm not going to put my quarterback at defense and my defense at offense. Like you've got to know how you're using your team. And so I had that to fall back on. And I said, I don't know how this story is going to end. And I have a baby coming and I don't want that energy going to her. I don't want her in the womb fearing that her mom is going to die. I'm like, I have to shift it. And that's when we went to live with Kelly and we announced the baby because I said, Kevin, we deserve to shift this narrative to excitement for the baby and to love and to joy. And then we deal with what we have to. And our, one of our favorite Christmas movies is Santa Claus is coming to town and he sings, just put one foot in front of the other. And so I was like, we're just going to put one foot in front of the other. And I documented every step of the way in real time on my phone so that I would remember how I handled all of this stuff. And I did that with the brain tumor too. So someday I'll string all that together. But, um, but yeah, after the biopsy, then it got like really crazy because now you got to meet with an oncologist. I'm like, I'm walking into an oncologist's office. And I was like, that was so intense for me. Um, and 
and you know you don't know what you're going to have to do or you're going to have to do chemo and radiation. Then I met with Dr. Donahue, who Lisa Paulson at EIF, the Entertainment Industry Foundation and Stand Up to Cancer, they have been so helpful in my journey and so many patients that I've coached secretly behind the scenes because since I got diagnosed with the brain tumor, I was helping other people with their brain tumor journeys and I would always help them get a second opinion because no one was getting second opinions. And Lisa was always the person who would help me find the best doctor in your area, whoever I was coaching. And so um, she got me to Dr. Donahue and he's the top of the top. Um, He's at UCLA as well, luckily. And he was like, this is well differentiated. So well differentiated from my layperson's knowledge means it's like well kind of preserved in one spot. It hasn't really spread anywhere that they can see and they think they can get it out easily with clean margins. And so he was like, we're going to have to take the tail of your pancreas, your spleen. And and I was like, wait, you're going to take my spleen? Please, no, you can't take my spleen. And at that point, you have to make a decision. It's like, well what if something went in there? Now you're going to have to do chemo and radiation because there's some, you know, semblance of cells that have gone in there. So eventually I gave into that, even though I didn't want to. Um, and then I also had this large fibroid. I basically had a baby on my uterus. (laughs) And so I was like, can we remove all of this stuff at once? I have a baby coming. I can't have multiple surgeries over the course of this year. So they did that. They also took 17 lymph nodes and so on February 16th, I um, had that surgery. It was successful. And then we, you know, recovered. I think we were there for like nine days, Kev? Yes. Something like that. Yep. Um, I had amazing friends. I, I kept it very close. I kept a very small group that knew. I mean, Kelsey knew. You had to know. You were here every single day. Um, and um, a couple of friends. And I had, you know, really great friends that came and, took care of me and loved on me. And John Amaral, who's been on the show, came in and did some energy work on me. I had my red light laser in there because they give you these like cotton knit briefs um, and because you're bleeding after the fibroid surgery and stuff. And so I would get like itchy on my lower back. And so I would use the red light to heal it. And I'd use the BrioTech and all the things that I've talked about on the show before. Um, I had my blue light glasses, my amber glasses. Like I had my whole heel squad situation happening in there. And we had amazing nurses who took incredible care of me. Um, special shout out to Mari and Jenny who kept taking extra shifts. They did like, I don't know, each of them did like six or seven nights in a row for me, um, which is unheard of. And, uh, and they were just amazing and so loving. All of the nurses were, but those two just went above and beyond for me. Um, and, uh, and Dr. Donahue did such an incredible job. Dr. Aaron visited me every day. We would do laps walking. Um, and, um, my dad and, um, his caretaker would come in and bring me fresh food and stuff from the house. And Kevin slept every night, was there 24 seven around the clock. You're really good at that now, honey. (laughs) He's so good at it that another friend of ours got diagnosed with this rare, rare sarcoma cancer. So this weekend we were going over there. We landed Friday night, Saturday morning. We were at their house coaching them through what they're about to go through. And Kevin's like, I can stay in the hospital with you. He's like, I know what to do. 
Well, the whole thing is staying ahead of the pain. I think that's really the best advice if you are going through that. Um, so a lot of times because the nurses uh, have so many patients today, it's really hard to cover a whole floor. Mm -hmm. And those 15 minutes they may miss, like let's say you have a 2 o'clock pain payment, pain dispersal, and then instead they come at 2.20, that 20 minutes is the difference of the pain igniting and then pain interferes with healing, and then now you have to play catch-up to fix the pain. Mm. So it's so the biggest thing is just if you can have an advocate stay with you. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of the, now they do have chairs that recline that you can just bring a blanket and a neck pillow. Yeah, Kevin brought a sleeping bag, which was the best because yeah. you just you can get in your little pocket, you were cozy, and then you roll it up, and it's so clean and easy. So I highly suggest the sleeping bag for the, the hospital stays. Um, but... I, um, so, so basically like if I'm from when you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Talking about symptoms, there's lots that you can look up online and just know that it isn't in any situation, whatever cancer, whatever health diagnoses, doesn't mean you're going to have to have all of the symptoms. So I always say like, feel something, say something, do something. If you feel something, you got to go say something to your doctor and you've got to do something. You've got to get testing and you got to ask them for, you know, what else could this possibly be? And I know a lot of people want to stay off of Google. I love Google because I'm constantly searching my symptoms and saying, what could this pain be? What could, I'm looking at maps of the abdomen. What is this area? What's in this area? Okay. So it could be you know, appendix, or this could be pancreas. And then you can start going down that rabbit hole and starting to see because wild things happen. You never, never know what it could be. I would never think that I would have a brain tumor and a pancreatic tumor. Like that's just bananas to me. You know, and I'll confess that I, there was a couple of times you were going to the doctors. I'm like, you know, go on, Rhea. Like, you know, wh- wh- why are you bothering? Okay, you have heartburn, or which mm. wasn't heartburn. But I'm just trying to say, like, I'm, I was just being the, 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 the dude, the guy who's just, or maybe the average civilian who's just like, ah. You're you overthinking know, it. You're overthinking it. You know, just like, you know, and I think that's what most people do. You just take diarrhea medicine or heartburn medicine or you take uh, Excedrin migraine or whatever it's going to be. Great point. And you stayed on it. And, oh, my God goodness boy am I like talk about eating eating crow you know like I'll never well because we're taught to mask the symptoms yeah we're taught if we have you know heartburn to take an antacid or, or if we have diarrhea to take things we're taught to take these things but these things are happening for a reason now if you ate something bad last night and you're taking it and you need like just that quick okay that's that's different but if this is still happening, anything that's persisting, you need to go to the doctor and you need to make sure you're heard. And I heard a lot of people on social media talking about how women feel like they're not heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and listen, we're not heard in a lot of ways, you know. And so we need to find people that are going to listen to us and we need to find doctors that are going to. And if you don't have one, you got to look for another one. you got to ask friends for referrals. And... Yeah, if your pain persists and you got scans, you have to know that each scan is different. Now, I'm still learning this, and I'm going to find out exactly, and I'm going to get Dr. Aaron to come in and explain the different scans and what they show. But when I had a pain, and he's like, okay, well, we could do an ultrasound, but an ultrasound isn't going to really show that. I think we'd see it more on an MRI, but a CAT scan has this benefit. They all have different things they're good at and different benefits, and so the more we know as the layperson, the better we can also direct doctors and say, you know what, this pain is feeling like this. I feel like we need this kind of scan. And you can also, you know, help along the way. Um, I, I, I liken it to when I read Tony Robbins' financial book, Money Master the Game. I wasn't going to just farm out my money to people and my investments. I was going to find out and learn on my own. And then now they're working with me. Now we're in tandem. I understand the basics at the very least. You know, a lot of us now we've we've become accustomed to, well, I don't know that stuff. That's why I have this person. That's why I have the doctor. But the doctors only have so little time with you. 
and we've had so many on this show that are like, I have 15 minutes with you. I barely can get the exam done and the paperwork done. So we have to learn more and we have to be sounding the alarms and we can't just be masking the symptoms. We have to be the CEO of our health. And that's what this mission on the show is, is to make sure that you're educated and empowered and are learning as much as you can and thinking about it from every different angle and thinking of it out of the box and maybe bringing on a naturopath that can help you. Dr. Allison's $200 for her sessions and she spends two hours with you. And we're not taught that health is a big enough priority to invest in. You know, we're, we're taught, you know, to do, to do so much else with our money, but our health is, you know, a battle sometimes and we take it for granted. But there are so many things that can be cut off at the past that can be, um, we can deal with preventatively. And, and if we do these things and we keep pushing, um, hopefully you catch things early. So um, second opinions on scans. When we went back and looked at that November scan, when they told me everything was great, the mass was two centimeters then. Should have easily been picked up and it doubled in size in two months. So if now I know, if the pain persists after you've gotten a scan, you got to go get a better scan now. You got to say, okay, it was a CAT scan. I need an MRI. We need to go to the next level because I'm still feeling this and I'm worried that that wasn't caught. Or get a second opinion on the scan from an outside hospital and say, I got this scan at this place. I'm still having this pain. Can you look at this very closely and tell me if you see something? And so those are some of the things that I've learned along the way um, that are really helpful. Wow. Just a few things. Just a few things. <laughs> Maria, there was a question. Um, what were your, or what have your energy healers, healers told you mm. about this? I mean, have they, have they discussed the emotional component at all? Um, this? Are you there yet? Are you just I'm not even there yet. Got it. John, I know when John Amaral and I worked, uh, were on the phone together, I think it was the night before surgery, what he was doing with me was really good. I do remember this part. Um, he said that, he's like, Maria, it's okay to be afraid. Because I was like, you know, I, I, I don't want to think of the worst. I don't want to, I'm trying to shift out of these things. He's like, don't shift out of anything. Feel everything it's okay to be afraid. And he really released me of so much that I was kind of like holding on to. And, um, at that point we were just working on that kind of stuff. Um, but I think post I have to get to the bottom of why all these hormonal tumors, right? The, the meningioma, the brain tumors, hormonal, the pancreatic tumors, hormonal, and the fibroids hormonal. So when Dr. Scott Lyons, mm. is he, was he already on the no, show? Did he air? Week. He airs next week. He was talking about how stress, you know, releases all these hormones. And I'm like, oh, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I think stress has been really sneaky in my life. Now, obviously, this has been in there for a while. And I was under an enormous amount of stress taking care of my mom. And so um, there's that. There's also the COVID stuff of it all. Um, getting diagnosed with diabetes six months after COVID now obviously doesn't look like a coincidence anymore because of the studies that are showing people are getting it after COVID, but is it really diabetes technically? Is it because of the term, the tumor? I have no idea. Um, 
but um, but I need to get to the bottom of why these hormonal issues are taking place. Um, I do believe stress is a big part of it, and I'm going to make some changes in my life again. I just keep changing. I keep thinking I've changed enough, but I have to keep changing and keep evolving. Well, wasn't there a theory, Maria, that this was all the bubbling up of the 44 years? Yeah. And that maybe you, now you're cleaned out? Yeah. So so the other, so I had a huge epiphany. This was actually really cool. Just like last week, I think. You know, because sometimes like I'm like, God, people are going to look at me and think I'm this like fragile, sick person, but I'm not. I'm very vibrant and healthy. But... What I've been focusing on in those meditations every day has been full mind, body, and soul healing. And I've asked since the baby was officially there and we were pregnant that when she comes out of the womb and she's in my, on my, in my arms and on my chest, she knows that I'm super healthy and that we're going to go the distance together and I want everything to be healed. And so what's funny is this laundry list of things now has just come to mm. such a short list. Like even the Hashimoto's is reversing. The pernicious anemia is gone. Um, you know, obviously I still have some stuff to heal from, from this surgery, but things are getting better. And Gabby Bernstein had told me that sometimes spiritual leaders all talk about how tumors are a good thing because things are coming to the surface to heal. So I realize now that I asked for everything that's not right to come up to surface, mm. to be healed so that when this baby comes, it's about her and us and we're healthy. So what I've asked for is manifested um, in my mind. There's a lot of people asking, Maria, just like how you have stayed so strong through it all. I think it's so hard, but you do, you have like, even at the beginning, I remember you were just like, okay, let's go. I'm like, wait, what? Like what? And obviously you had your moments where you're like, yeah, you the guttural cries, which you have yeah. to, but I would love you to speak to that. Cause a lot of people are asking. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how else to be. I don't yeah. know. So it's hard. Like when I was being interviewed by the today show producer in the pre-interview, she's like, you know, tell me how you're feeling. I'm like, I feel so lucky. I feel so blessed. I feel so grateful. She's like, how? You've had a brain tumor. Your mom had a brain tumor. You lost your mom. Then this happened and COVID and da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I don't look at it like that. And thank God I don't. I, I put everything in the rear view mirror in the rear view mirror. And I'm always just looking at going this way, going forward. But also... I look at my mom being diagnosed with brain cancer that usually comes with six to 12 months as a miracle. She got five years. I got five years with her. So I look at that as a miracle. I look at the fact that both my parents got COVID with severe um, immune conditions and, and severe health conditions, and we got them out of the hospital. That was a miracle. I didn't know they were going to survive that. That was a miracle. Um, I look at, I look at this even the diabetes diagnosis, I was like, huh. There's also research that I found, I think it was Mass General, that brain tumors and diabetes can't coexist. Um, people who have diabetes won't develop brain tumors. There's a bunch of like studies that I read, and I can't remember them all right now, but I was like, hmm, I've been asking for the remainder of the tumor to be healed. Maybe the diabetes came to heal the tumor. Maybe, right? Um, so... I look at that as, okay, I, and I got through that, and I had miraculous results with the diabetes. Great. Um, 
the pancreas tumor, the fat that so many people were trying to get me to Pernuvo, right? I just, yeah. it's, it's my mom like <laughs> talking to these people being like, get this, get this bitch to the friggin' scan. <laughs> but, um, but the fact that we found this so early and that we were able to get it out and I don't need chemo and radiation is a miracle. My best friend's going through chemo and radiation. It sucks. It's brutal. I am so grateful that I don't have to do that. But in life, like life is going to keep hitting in it's never going to be perfect. And we're all going to go through something in life. It doesn't mean it has to be a health crisis. My, um, sound is going in and out of my ear, Natasha. I don't know if my, my audio is, sorry guys, little tech talk. (laughs) Um, but I, I just keep looking at the good part of all of this doesn't mean that I don't have my moments where I'm scared, where I'm sad, where I'm, I'm yeah, scared. But for the most part, I see the miracles in all of it. And I'm now every day getting, I realize I do know I'm strong and I can handle anything. And by the way, when we had Deborah Silverman on the show, Deborah Silverman's an astrologer. She came and did a session with me and she's like, you're a healer and you can heal anything that comes your way. And that's a line that I keep repeating to myself. I am a healer and I can heal anything that comes my way. And I don't know what's, what life has in store for me. I just know that I can, I can do it. Um, and I have a good support system and I have people that love me and, um, and I just know I have, I have God, I have St. Nectarios, the healing saint, and I pray to him and the Virgin Mary every night. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Literally when I was driving home and I knew I didn't have to do chemo and reach, I'm like, thank you, 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 thank you. Every night Kevin sees me, I spend like 30 minutes doing all of my prayers, whether it's for me, I have my laundry list of other people that I'm praying for as well. Um, and so I, I don't know, Kev, maybe you can. Yeah. I want to just, I want to say some things because I know there's a lot of other people out there that, um, that are saying, how are you like this? And maybe they're not like that. But I also want to tell everyone that we are on day three of this three. Let's say that this was a three day journey from discovery to operation to now. So this is day three, Maria. Day one, Maria was not like this. Yeah. And I always tell you, Maria, like, I always say boxing is my analogy, right? You might lose a few rounds, you get beat up, you get wobbly, right? And you just hang on. But I don't want anyone seeing this and thinking like, oh, look at, she's just holly go lightly and she just effortlessly goes through this and she smiles her way through. No, that's not the case. You know, the Maria's, one of the things she said was, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm not going to be able to hold my baby while she was crying, while I was crying with her. Mm-hmm. Um there was a lot of that. And then every day, like you just said now, every day and even to this day, you're getting stronger. You're realizing what you went through. You're becoming more and more grateful and appreciative. But, you know, in those first two of days, I'm just saying it's a three-day journey, but for the first half of this, it was not like that at all. There was a lot of anxiety, fear, depression, sadness, um, no anger, but there was all those other things. Um, I was angry, <laughs> you know. Um, maybe that's just the male in me. But it wasn't a lot of it, because we've gone through so much. I mean, like was, I cried. I guttural cried that one morning, right. and then. But I just one like, or two people I might have told. I might have teared up because it's emotional when you're telling somebody. But I. I think, mean, considering Maria, what hand you were dealt? No, it was not a lot at all. But I just think that. Um, 
But here's the thing that I'm going to give the clarification. Yeah, We've gone through so much right. that we kind of just know how to roll fast. Yes. Like, think about this. I also have a training, right? My dad almost died almost every day of yeah. severe low blood sugar attacks. I have a training in my system that's like, okay, he's alive now, moving forward. Okay, he's alive now, moving forward. We just have been doing this since I was a little kid. We've been doing crisis. So we do crisis really well now. Maybe a little too well. Maybe too well, because honestly, I didn't even, for some of this, I was like, I woke up the next day after surgery. I'm like, I don't even feel like anything happened. I feel great. And Kevin at some point told me, Maria, this is what Steve Jobs died of. And I was like, no, no, you're making that up. And then I finally talked to my doctor and he goes, not only is this what Steve Jobs died of, he goes, I was his doctor. And so that's when it started getting real for me. And a lot of this didn't get real for me until I started telling People Magazine and doing the interviews just this week because, again, I don't look in the rearview mirror. Like for me, it's my dad's dying, put the sugar in his mouth, resuscitate him, you're okay, great, we're moving forward. That's just how we've always been. But sometimes, you know, this is all the conversation of the show, sometimes you have to look in the rearview mirror. As long as you don't obsess about the rearview mirror, and a lot of people do, I'm one of them, <laughs> but... but <laughs> But you got to look a little bit in that rearview mirror because in moving forward, you'll, you'll be more appreciative. Not grateful, you're grateful, but you'll be more appreciative of what, not the miracle, but what you endured and what you went through. Because then if you appreciate, whoa, this is what you killed Steve Jobs, like this is how close they came to death. Maybe you're going to make more changes yeah. in the future when you acknowledge that. And I think the thing is, that's a whole other conversation yeah, you just you kind of get up and you go too fast. I'm like, hey, pump the brakes. And you gotta, you have to own what went on here. And yeah. you have to own this uh, and sit with it for a little bit. But I just, I just know, Maria, when, when will people see you, they say, well, that can't be me. I don't have the means. I don't have her stature. I don't have a husband's going to sleep yeah. next to me. A dad is going to cook for me. Like, you know, but I, I just want people to know it's it's not everything's different. It My does, mom, but it also doesn't look like it appears. Yeah, it was very painful. It was very it scary. It was very sad. That the reason it seems like it was faster is because we moved so fast. Yeah, we didn't. You know, when we found out this was inside of her, I'm like this is where Western shout out to Western medicine for this stuff for surgeries and what, when you need to remove this stuff and when you're yeah. talking about cancer and again regular guy perspective. When a cancer's in the body, it moves very, very quickly. And especially if you're lucky enough to catch it before it metastasizes, you don't want to mess around. And, you know, they were like, we can wait a couple of weeks. We can do this. We can do that. The other people were giving you other healing modalities. Tim was, I was like, like, get the F out. Get this <laughs> out. And so we moved really, really yeah. quickly. So, yes, you almost didn't have time to sit with it. Yeah, it was like from diagnosis to surgery might have been three weeks. At the most. So. So, so we did, so yes, yeah, so you, you have more preparation because you've been through more with your brain tumor, your mother's brain uh, operations and all, everything she went through and then your dad growing up. But I do want to just let everyone know I'm telling you as the person with the front row seat to this. Well, it's not to feel bad that you can't handle something or you're not handling it well. I always say, 
I like to offer another way to look at things and another way, another way to model. Like I modeled my mom. I watched her go into brain surgery with a smile on her face. Who would have ever thought? I thought you're supposed to cry or you're, Mm. you know, like, and maybe you are, if you feel like crying, cry. But my mom was a G. She went in with a smile and I'm like, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. And so I think that we look to people sometimes, and, and to me, my whole life, I always look at someone like, if they can do it, I can do it. So maybe, perhaps, this will be an example when you have crisis in your life to say, I don't know the end to the story. Why am I going to catastrophize? Right. How about I put one foot in front of the other? That's it. That's a recipe that you can use, anyone can use. Right. Can I pivot quickly? Because there's a lot of questions coming in about um, neuroendocrine cancer versus pancreatic. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk a little bit about that um, and people asking to clarify and what the difference yeah. is and all that. So there's, this is how I've been explained to you. And again, I'm, I'm not an expert. I don't know very much yet because to me, I've just been recovering from surgery and I, I, I basically rushed this announcement because I have a baby coming and I don't want it to be about this after So I still have stuff to learn, but Dr. Donahue described it as when you have pancreas cancer, there are two buckets. There's the one you want to be in, and then there's the other one. Same thing with the brain tumors. It was like, if you're going to get a brain tumor, this is the bucket you want to be in. So I keep getting lucky that I get in the bucket you want to be in. The neuroendocrine tumor is the better bucket. The other one, I can't even say the name right. It's adenoma carcinoma. That's what they thought I had. They didn't share that with me, but it was on my biopsy report that they thought I had that. Luckily, they didn't tell me because I definitely might have gone into a dark place. Mm. Um, but um, so that's what I know. But we will do stuff with the neuroendocrine tumor societies. They've all been reaching out. Um, and we will go in depth on it because um, I, I did see a lot of people wanting to know more about it. Perfect. And I'll Thank have you. an expert to come to I have about. a question here, Maria, and mm-hmm. this is a tough one. How do you suggest advocating for yourself? Um, when you're trying to get answers about your health, but, um, but when the logistics of insurance won't help you. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So insurance is a nightmare. I hate dealing with it. It's so hard, and I feel so bad, especially for people who where English isn't your first language. Um, I don't know how my mom and dad did it, to be honest. So um, I'm especially sensitive to that. It's really hard. Um, I think that you have to just keep pushing. If that doctor isn't listening to you and you say, I have a pain, 
And I believe it's, I don't believe it's that. Um, because doctors, a lot of the time from what I hear, they'll be like, oh, it's probably just heartburn. Just take some heartburn medicine. Or it's probably just this. It's probably just that. You know your body and you know what's right and what's wrong. The problem is a lot of times we just want to hear the better news. And so we're like, oh, great. He, he's, he or she said this is all it is. Um, but if it's something that in your gut you're like, mm, I really don't feel good about this and that doctor isn't listening, you have to get another doctor. Or you have to, I've been telling a lot of people to get a naturopath on board because at least a naturopath is very investigative. From my experience, they want to get to the root cause of something. The regular medical system doesn't get to the root cause. They're coming up with what's happening, so we have a diagnosis, and what's the medicine or the procedure that we can do. That's that's kind of the wheelhouse there. And it's useful in the situations that it's useful for. But to get to the root cause, you have to find a naturopath. Now, there's specialized naturopaths that mm-hmm. there's like endocrine naturopaths, there's reproductive naturopaths, there's people who have Hormone specialties. Specific, yeah. Yeah. So you can look those up and just find one near you. So you could just say naturopath specializing in endocrine system near me. And, um, and that could be another route. You can also demand a scan and just say, but you have to do things, you have to work with your doctors, not against them. So if you get really huffy with them, they're not going to be as useful, I don't think, just like anybody. So you have to just plead with them and just say, I'm telling you, I feel really, really badly. This really hurts. It's been persisting. And I'm really concerned that this is something bigger. And I would hate for it to um, to progress in this time um, of, of us just thinking it's something else. I really would love if you would advocate for me to get this, this scan and help me with insurance because they're denying me. So if you get your doctor to work with you, um, then, you know, I've had that experience sometimes, um, even before I was on TV where like, I was like, they're not letting me do this. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll reach out. So they have the capabilities to reach out and help. So you have to, right. Use some honey <laughs> to, to try. And then, again, these outside scan companies, I know they cost a lot of money. I think it's 2000 for the full body Pranuvo scan. 2500 mm-hmm. So we are going to offer you guys a discount for $300 off. But also, they can do partial. Like if there's a certain, if there's just the abdomen you're worried about, then they'll just do the abdomen scans. Oh, I'm pretty cool. sure. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure they can do that. Um so you can do something like that. And at that point, if you have to go on a GoFundMe and say, you know, I need help, I need this scan, I've been mm-hmm. not being heard by my doctors, people are really, really giving. Um, you put it on your Instagram, your family and friends, they will contribute. Ask for it for Christmas. What a great Christmas gift to ask all of your friends and family. I want to do these scans annually. Mm-hmm. To me, it's an annual must because they're incentivized to find something, to be very, very cautious and look for things. And there are things that they're not good at as well. And they'll tell you that like mammography, like, um, breast tumors, they can't see anything unless it's one centimeter. Um, but even MRIs can only see things at a certain, um, in in the doctor's office can only see stuff with a certain, um, size. So I will share with you guys since we're talking about it. 
Um, so we have a discount link for you guys as friends and followers of the show. It's a $300 discount to the price of the whole body scan across all of their facilities. They're in LA, San Francisco, New York, Dallas, Boca Raton, Chicago, and Minneapolis. And their new facilities that are coming are going to be Boston, DC, and Atlanta. Um, I get nothing out of this, by the way. I'm not being paid by Pernuvo to talk about them, um, just so you know. So if you want to go online to book a session, you can go to pernuvo.com backslash Maria. The full link must be clicked and discounted uh, for the discount to be applied. So you got to type pernuvo.com backslash Maria. If you want to do over the phone, you can call Pernuvo and just mention the code Maria. The giveaway, they are going to give away two complimentary whole body scans um, valued at, Kelsey remembers, $2,500 a a scan just for our audience. So we're going to give one lucky Patreon member because our Patreon members have been OGs. They've been with us forever and they have um, supported this show all the way through. So we're going to give one lucky Patreon member. We're going to put everybody's name. We're going to at random pick somebody. We'll film it so everybody can see. Um, We're going to give one uh, lucky Patreon member. And if they don't live in that city and can't travel to it, we're going to find out. And then we'll put put it back in for somebody else. Um, In fact, actually, we should – well, no, because they might want to travel. So, yeah. They might pay for that. Um, And then we'll give um, the other one. We have to figure out how we want to do it if we can do it over maybe – Instagram or something? How yeah. do we do it? We could do it over Instagram. We'll talk about it. And, but we could do a post and have people do the, the whole comment, share, and then pick at random. Okay, so we'll do the other one over Instagram on Heel Squad's Instagram. So Perfect. you guys can um, be entered to win that. Um, any other last-minute questions before we wrap? I just want to say I'm putting all of this also in the chat on the live IG right now. So okay. I put Pranuvo in there. I put our Instagram um, and if you haven't joined our Patreon, our Patreon's really amazing, guys. I think it's $10 a month. Yep. Um, and we have a healer or one of the amazing experts from the show that um, does a full session with our community. It's very intimate. It's amazing. You get to engage with them. And these people don't even do sessions anymore, generally speaking. So it's it's amazing access. You also get ad-free shows. And mm-hmm. we do a lot of giveaways for our, our Patreon members, just like this. And we'll be doing more. So just a little moment for Patreon. And I think just another reminder, Maria mentioned this at, this at the beginning. But I know a lot of you have so many questions, like specific to the diabetes, specific to the Hashimoto's. Like we want to break this up into multiple different episodes so Maria can really fully deliver for you all. So we're going to do old diabetes week, you know, go more into the pancreatic stuff. Now I'm writing mm-hmm. down, Maria, do a full Hashimoto's episode. So. Yeah. Which by the way, Hashimoto's is very prevalent after COVID-19 infection as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other questions that I kept seeing was, was the fibroid, fibroid related to cancer and it was not. Just for anybody who wanted to know that, that's something that's really prevalent in women mm. um, is, is fibroids. It's very common, and then they come back and all kinds of things. So People kept asking, too, you didn't get pancreatitis, did you? No. Yeah, interesting. No. That was... No, it's, it's really, really hard. That's why you feel something, you say something, you do something. You cannot yeah. think it's nothing and just keep moving on with your life. Most of us do. And, and Kevin, you know, 
I know because he thought I was a little bit of a loon. Yeah. But I'm not a paranoid person. I'm just listening to my body. When my body's screaming at me, I listen to it and then I investigate. And then I try to use the different resources, whether it's Western medicine or Eastern medicine, and say, what could this be? In this case, no one knew. My doctor was like, Maria, we just did a scan. It was clear. Everything is checking out. Your My blood work was perfect. And funny enough, neuroendocrine tumors usually secrete some kind of hormone. We did all the tests. It was secreting none of them. So it wow. wasn't, there were different um, uh, names for the tumor, and it never fell into any of those categories. So you wouldn't have even found it through blood work. It's really because I just was feeling a little throbbing and so I was, in December, I was researching thermography because I'm like, I guess maybe I'll look into thermography. What's maybe that? It's like a, a, a less invasive, non-radiation-y kind of um, way to find. A lot of people are actually using them in place of mammograms, I guess, hmm. because mammograms are getting a bad rap now. Hmm. We'll get into that as well on Heal Squad. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, but, um, but I didn't think it was going to, from whatever my research was, that wasn't going to find it. I was actively looking to figure out what this was. So you have to listen to your body's friends. And like I said, if you're new to this and you're watching this on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching this, join us on this show. It will be your accountability partner every single day to make health a priority. I always say when we're young, we're taught from go, like get good grades, be something, score really well, go to college, get your SAT scores amazing, get a big job after college, and then maybe now it's get married and have kids and health? Um, you're leaving out a couple of important things. What? Be a queen. Be a queen, get yeah. lots of likes. <laughs> get lots of popular. likes. Popular. So get yeah. super popular. So, yeah. so true. <laughs> Shit, I can't believe I forgot those things. Yeah. But Mom no rats. one teaches us about health, and that's my yeah. mission is to help you realize that your health is just as important as your career, maybe more. I'm not going to ask for too much, but as long as we can give it equal consideration, we're going to live a better life and we're going to live a healthier life. And so I know you might also think, wow, well, look at Maria does all this stuff and she's still having all these things. But it doesn't mean that the things that I've been doing haven't helped me because I'll tell you, I recovered really, really well and really quickly because I had been optimized and done so well. Mm. And honestly, the tumor not spreading, maybe because of all the other things I had been doing too, maybe because I had cut out sugar years before. So there's a lot that we can do proactively. And like I said, I love this show for that reason. It keeps me wanting to do all the right things. Like if I don't want to take my supplements tomorrow or I don't want to wake up and get my circadian rhythm going and, and get my sunrise light, any of the things I want to get lazy on, I can't because this show's in my face every single day. So I highly recommend that you and whoever you love in your life, you pass this on because it saves lives. And up until this point, I'd been hearing other people in the comments on Apple Podcasts or emailing us, this show saved my life or it's changed my life. Well, it's saved mine officially now. So I now can say that the show definitely saves lives. And I'm so grateful to all of you for being a part of the Heal Squad and being a part of this community. And, um, you know, we'll keep talking about all this stuff and we'll keep, you know, um, maybe doing some of these live chats because yeah, it's kind of fun. fun. Um, but um, but thank you guys. And um, I think that's it. It's, am, I, am I good to, to say goodbye, Gracie? 
Get that um, the only thing you did not mention is signing up for the newsletter. Oh, go to mariamenunos.com. Or if you don't know how to spell that, go to heelsquad.com. <laughs> Heel Squad will redirect you to mariamenunos.com. Sign up for the newsletter. We do weekly giveaways there, too, that are really awesome. Um, and uh, lots of other really good, helpful info there as well. Perfect. All right, friends. You know, I Oh, I gosh, this is no, where it's going to go off. I, don't think, I don't think Romulus is going to end up taking over succession. I think that... No, I don't think so either. Right, who are you thinking, Kelsey? Well, first of all... I thought Shiv was going to all the Shiv way, Shiv is but... killing me right now. I'm so angry with her. She's... By the way, me. poor Tom, a.k.a. Jeff poor Graham. Tom. Listen, guys, people make poor choices in life every single day, oh, and when she was just a shining example oh. of it. You oh. know what I think they're doing, though? It's like every episode they just are like getting douchier and douchier and like self-sabotaging just because they have to end the show some way. So they're just going to like self Well, remember, they're the second string. Yeah. They're not the dad. Yeah. Guys, we just went from pancreas cancer. <laughs> okay, but I said, yeah, but we teased it at the top. People, this yeah. is, this is about, a like, taste of, let me promo for you guys. This is a taste of RGF. So if you want to listen to Regular Guy Fridays with Kelsey and Kevin, you can listen to that and get a little of this. But um, there's nothing more I would love to talk to talk about than succession right now. Someone said, Barry's shaking my head. And Barry, oh my God, Barry's so good too. But, um, and, and 90 Day Fiance, of course, our other favorite show. But um, we'll leave that to a chat show. But right now, I have to wrap because I've got a lot of stuff going on today. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us on all the different platforms. We love you. We wish you health and an abundance of health. And um, we're always here. If you need us, you can reach out to us via the show or um, Instagram. Um, if you have shows that you want us to do or experts you want us to bring on or cases and, and different, you know, illnesses you want us to focus on, we will. You know, let's not rule out Jerry. Steve the Steamer, I, I said that. I think Jerry. I was going to say Jerry. Because she actually could do the best job. Well, well, for sure. First of all, but when Kelsey was talking about it, I was looking at her and all I kept thinking about, and I love the Steamer, is Jerry is the one and she should have been the one. And by the way, what a G with how she walked out. She was like, yeah, I want lots. Yeah, I'll either take 200 billion or I'll take the chair. <laughs> well, all of them are having to step up. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.